Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Larry, good morning. And thank I, I say good morning even though we get up at like 4 in the morning. So to us, it's afternoon. But technically, it's yeah. morning. Hey, you. Yeah, and thanks a lot for sharing our bedroom talk. I'm, I'm, we're, I'm so sexy, aren't I? At four in the morning saying, did you see this New York Post headline? That's how you woke up today. Yes. Did you see the New York Post headline? And I started reading it to you. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a keeper. Hey, by the way, don't put, uh, don't put me being your better half up to election. I, I think I lose that by a landslide. By the way, you sound good today. You sound really good. I, I don't think your audience knows you're sick as a dog. You I know. Are, I... You've been fighting this for three weeks. <laughs> it's crazy. I told I told Anthony to stay away from you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll take your calls still. 855-839-1210 is the number to call. But let's talk about it. I mean, the question of Donald J. Trump, is he indeed, does he live up to that New York Post headline toxic Trump? And did he or didn't he donate money, for example, to the campaigns of those candidates, especially the top candidates that he was endorsing and choosing? Yeah, he raised $120 million in his super PAC, a little bit less than that, but close to $120 million in his super PAC, allegedly to support all of these candidates that he hand picked to run. In many cases, he picked them out of the, of obscurity in that they weren't running and then uh, forced them to run. And not, not forced them, but coerced them to run. Uh, said he would support them, and that's really kind of, I think, all they needed. At the very end, I thought he didn't spend any money because for a long time, he didn't spend a cent of that money he collected on any of the candidates. At the very end, he put some money into Pennsylvania, he put some money into Arizona. So he had $120 million. He spent a little over $10 million, about $15 million almost, on candidates. So he kept $105 million of that, dollar, of that money. And so people are trying to figure out what is he going to do with it? Because he can't use it to run in 2024. It's against Federal Election Commission rules. In other words, you so, can't keep it. You can't. It's not for you. It's to support other candidates. You know what? With right. with with that in mind, I want to take a quick call because Betty, who's in um, on the main line, I believe in Radnor, has a question or comment for exactly what you're talking about, Larry. So I know Larry can still hear, but Betty, I want to bring you in, join in the conversation. Hey, Betty, you want to talk about this issue that Larry was talking about with? Yeah. Hi, with, Dawn. Can hi. you hear me? 
Yes, we can hear yeah, you. Yeah, so exactly what your husband said. I heard that he didn't spend, he collected all this money. I used to get regular uh, requests for contributing to him to fund these candidates, and he didn't spend a dime of it to the end, which was too late for Mastriano to even get TV ads together. So I think that's outrageous that he did that. In fact, I think it's borderline criminal. And although I'm a Trump supporter, I would never support him again. Um, you know, Mastriano collected about $450,000 from just contributions. And midway through October, the Republican governors gave him $5 million. But that was up against 120, no, not 120, sorry, $25 million that Shapiro had. Mm-hmm. So there was no contest there. Yeah. And that's why Mastriano lost. He couldn't, he couldn't um, give his point of view against all those negative ads that Shapiro was running against him. He had, he had no voice. Yeah. So, and I blame Trump for that. Yeah. So that's what I want to say. <laughs> hey, Betty, can I ask you a question? Betty, can I ask you a question real quick? Sure. So, so going into these midterms, before the midterms even started, you were a supporter of Trump at that point. I was, but I really didn't want him to run again because I think the press will just crucify him again. And there's so much negativity out there because of these fraudulent January 6th hearings. The people that even people that I know that are borderline Democrat think he's a criminal. Uh, and he's guilty of, of invading the Capitol and causing a riot down there. So I just think he's, he's, unfortunately, I think the press has done him in. And I think he would be a real drawback to the, the, the Republican ticket. So I think I think it should be DeSantis. Yeah. Betty, thanks for calling. Uh, yeah, thanks, John, for all you do. Bye. Thank you. Yeah, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's fascinating to me. Betty's call is fascinating because mm-hmm. she sounded like she was mad in her initial call mm-hmm. that she can't believe that Donald Trump did that, that he picked these people and then didn't support them. And I'll tell you what, it is the conversation that people are having across the country. And I know you had several callers done with people that still want Donald Trump and love Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And I understand the emotional connection. He, he did, as everybody said, except for the wall, and he had a lot of headwinds on that. He did everything he said he was going to do. Mm -hmm. And we had peace and prosperity for the first time in a long time. I appreciate the fact that he put three conservatives in the Supreme Court, and he never sent a person to war, which is amazing to me. Every president since, I think, Carter did and Eisenhower, but everybody else has sent people to war. He didn't do it, so I appreciate that. But I I would suggest to your Trump supporters still out there, that they're they're addicted to Trump. They have to go to a twelve step program <laughs> because he is. This is the end of Trump. On election night, on Tuesday night, was the end of Donald Trump. And it had been happening for a long time, Don. If you remember, when he was president, he had an approval rating of ninety percent among Republicans. It was actually ninety two percent at one point, and that has been diminishing ever since. January 6th. It's been diminishing. And it's down in the 40s now. So he's lost half of his support among Republicans. And this, the fact uh, he also lost a lot of support when he lost Georgia the last time. He lost the U.S. Senate. That's why Mitch McConnell can't stand him. Mitch McConnell doesn't care about personality. Mitch McConnell doesn't care who you are. But if you can't win, he's furious at you. So Mitch McConnell turned on him after he lost Georgia by making it all about him and not about the candidates. He lost two seats in Georgia in the last special election. Here we are with another, spe- here we are with another special election. If he blows this 
If he imposes himself on this one and makes it all about him and not about Herschel Walker and winning control of the Senate, he's done. He's absolutely done. Tuesday night, when Florida went in a landslide for Ron DeSantis, and his coattails made it so that Rubio won in a landslide. Remember, that was supposed to be a close race. That was, that was called a toss-up for the longest time. Rubio won by a landslide. And his coattails won four Republican seats. They flipped four former Democratic seats. And then he gave this incredible speech that was broadcast nationally because it happened early. And then through the night, when all of these Trump candidates lost it was the worst night it was waterloo for donald trump and i know there's a lot of people that are still fighting the war and living in the cages like the people after the civil war or after world war ii believing the fight for trump is still to be had i'm telling you this was a huge defeat for donald trump if it's fair or it's not fair that doesn't matter the perception is this was donald trump's failure. And that's what's being talked about in the Republican Party right now. I got a couple quotes for you. And I know I'm talking too long, but I got a couple of quotes for you. David Urban, who is a top Trump advisor and is big, was big in the Pennsylvania election. He said, Republicans followed Donald Trump over a cliff. Peter King, the former congressman in New York, said he should not be the face of the Republican Party anymore. This is uh, that's why the reports were that he was so furious about what happened. Which he then came out and denied. Yeah, well, of course, he's going to deny it. I'm not saying it's true, but it sure does sound true, doesn't it? And (laughs) then the fact that he came out and he also said that what you played was was brilliant because it was so Donald Trump. It was purely Donald Trump where he deserves credit if his candidates win, but he doesn't deserve any blame if they lose. <laughs> that is the most perfect Donald Trump comment. And I, and I know I sound like I'm um, piling on him, and I'm not trying to. I'm telling you what reality is right now and the way the Republican Party, many in the Republican Party are feeling. Yeah. Uh, and I do appreciate what he did as president. So I do appreciate him, mm-hmm. and, and I do appreciate what he did. And I do think the media has been tough on him, but it's not the media. He's his own worst enemy. <laughs> And we do want to hear your calls. 855-839-1210 is the number to call. A couple of things. First of all, for that comment, as I said, I really, looking at the smirk on his face, I thought he was saying it sort of tongue-in-cheek. So I didn't take it seriously, but maybe he was seriously. But moving through, one thought that I had was, as we were all watching, as the Pennsylvania polls, of course, were closing by 8 p.m. However, Florida's polls closed on Tuesday at 7 p.m. And we saw the flurry, the tsunami of numbers beginning to come in. And I do have to wonder if viewers, Republican viewers, were watching Fox at that point saying, hey, Florida's polls just closed. Wow, look at what's happening. And I wonder if it did keep people home just because of the coverage. Do you think that's possible? Yeah, maybe. But how many people would that have been? I'm not sure that would have turned the tide. Look, this this was Donald Trump's race. He picked, he picked, uh, I guess Melania picked Dr. Oz and he picked Mastriano and he forced them to win this. So this is on him. Pennsylvania was on him. Dr. Oz would never have won and he never probably would have even run if it wasn't for Donald Trump. 
And and as you pointed out with Kathy Barnett and, and several of the other candidates could have won this one easily. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? We're we're sending John Fetterman to the Senate after that debate. Mm-hmm. That the only person <laughs> that he could have lost to was Dr. Oz. It was like that was, that was it, or maybe Mastriano. But uh, you know, I'm so disappointed in what happened, and I'm so disappointed in the candidates and the quality of candidates across the country that ran for the Republicans. And and look, love or hate Donald Trump, he has to own this. This was his midterm. And he was going to sink or swim with his midterm. But to double up on that, to make it an even worse night for him, is that it was Ron DeSantis's night. And I think Ron DeSantis just claimed control of the Republican Party. It'll be interesting to see the polls in the next few weeks, because I'm certain they're already asking people among Republicans, who do you support in 2024, Ron DeSantis or Donald Trump? It'll be interesting to see how tight that is or if it flipped, because I think we have a race right now. And I know there were all of these articles that Ron DeSantis had called donors and said that he wasn't going to run. Hey, guess what? I think he's changed his mind. If he didn't change his mind, he's getting a lot of calls saying you should change your mind. Everybody should remember what happened to Chris Christie when he didn't run. Mm hmm. Uh, and it went, they had, that nomination went to Mitt Romney. He was the star of the Republican Party, but he decided he was going to wait four years. Yes. Yeah, look how that turned out. And Nancy Reagan was asking him to run and so on and so forth. So that was that was a, a huge election. Just one more thought as we go through this. You had actually found found this, and I thought it was interesting because we were debating what happened. And one of the issues across the nation was that it was rather... It was rather smart. It was clearly a strategy that in some areas what Democrats put up on physical, they put it up for a ballot question for voters was the abortion issue itself because that was following, obviously, the Dobbs decision by the Supreme Court and a state's rights issue. Can you talk to that a little bit as we continue the conversation with Larry Menzi, my husband? Yeah, that's a really interesting strategy. They copied what the Republicans did back in the 90s. The Republicans put gay marriage in a referendum in several red states during a midterm election and the presidential election for um, George George Bush II, George W. Bush. And they put that referendum on. It got people out to the polls and it helped Republicans win. Well, Democrats did it this time around. And Democrats have uh, they, they've been smart through this entire election. They just outplayed the Republicans. They did it in Michigan and a couple of other states. They had codifying Roe v. Wade on the ballot that that should be in the Constitution, in their state constitutions. So in Michigan, the turnout for the Democrats was huge. And uh, Gretchen Whitner, uh, Whitner won by a whole lot more than she was supposed to win by. And then across the country, uh, because of these referendums in several states, single women went heavy for the Democrats by over 30 points. Mm-hmm. And so uh, everybody was talking about abortion and looking at the polls and, and abortion kept falling in the polls. I'll tell you what, I think it's one of those things that it's just something people weren't talking about. I mean, to the pollsters, because it's 
not something that you want to talk about. It you don't talk about abortion over the over the dinner table, and you don't talk about it with strangers certainly. But I think it was a much bigger driver than people thought it was going to be. And by the way, Dawn, can we talk about how awful the polls were again? Yeah. Never trust them again. (laughs) Every election. No, we'll trust them again because we're addicted. And the polls are all you have. And it's like a race and you have to have something. And the media, by the way, is more addicted than I am over the polls. You know, I was looking at the polls in, in Arizona District 1, <laughs> so, and they're doing the same thing because we're all addicted to it. But every single year, I mean, Trump wasn't supposed to win in 2016. The Republicans weren't supposed to win uh, House and Senate seats in two, 2020. The, um, a, gov- a Republican wasn't supposed to win the governor in 2021. Chitterelli was supposed to get slaughtered in New Jersey. He lost by three points. They've been so bad year after year since 2010. If anybody has to do a postmortem, it's the pollsters. They've got to figure this out or they're soon going to be irrelevant. Yeah. So the, the states, the top states, California, Michigan, Vermont, I think the Montana that referendum on abortion, I think that's too close as they're, they're still counting that up. But it did not go over in Kentucky, which is bright, you know, bright red state. But for sure it was, you know, on the actual ballot in California, Michigan, and Vermont. Larry Menti, my husband, my better half, thanks for helping me save my voice as I move through the day. And we love hearing your voice. I always get such great comments as people say, one, somebody just DM'd me, yes, we want more Larry. So that, thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, people, you know, people have to enroll in like a, uh, a, a TA uh, session, uh, Trump's Anonymous, where they can <laughs> go through the, the program of, of, of losing their Trump. But believe me, <laughs> I, I, I'm not saying, I'm saying this, with appreciation to what he did, but we can't look back. It's time to move on. It's as one of your callers, by the way, I think it was Ed. He was brilliant. He's right. He loves Trump, but he, he understands it's time to move on. And, and Tuesday night was the best reason. That was the starting line on moving on. That's well said. Larry Menti. Thank you so much. Sorry. Bye-bye. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 